Hey, welcome back to the Addicted to Healthy podcast, your one-stop destination for all things health and a kick-ass life. I'm Laurence, certified nutritional practitioner and health coach and the host of the Addicted to Healthy podcast. So before we get into today's episode, before I introduce our guest, just want to mention my PCOS Breakthrough Academy is on a special offer until the end of the year because prices will be going up due to the value behind this program. This is my complete coaching program around PCOS. You get my online blueprint, so my online course for life. You get a special private community where we have trainings where you can message me and we can chat whenever you have a question. Um, it also includes, of course, one-on-one -on -one coaching, a protocol, assessment, meal plan, everything you really need to know to understand how to heal your PCOS from a physical level, emotional level, spiritual level, all of those foundations that we need to address as well, insulin resistance, inflammation, adrenal stress, whatever is going on for you, obviously that is the personalized approach. And then of course you get the educational pieces, the resources, the guides, the community on top of that. So it's really a holistic approach to managing your PCOS with all of the pieces that you need in order to actually understand how to heal your PCOS, how to reverse your symptoms for life and maintain this because this is a lifelong condition that needs to be addressed every day. That doesn't mean you have to eat boring, bland salads and go on the treadmill every day for two hours. It's really going to be a personalized approach to you that needs to be sustainable. And that's where we work together to create this. So if you're interested, this program is on a special offer until the end of the year. I would love to work with you to really get your PCOS in remission, reverse your symptoms in 2020. And this is application only. So I'll put the application form in the show notes if you want to apply. If you have any questions, of course, we can hop on a call. I always chat with people before working with them just to make sure that this is a good fit and that they're ready because we definitely need um, to address the inner work and you need to be willing to be doing the work with me. Of course, I'm your guide, but you are your own healer. So we really need to step into action and then address anything that is holding you back. So would love to work with you. Hop on to the link in the show notes if you want to apply and let's get this party started today. So today I have Dr. Marisol on the podcast and she's a naturopathic doctor. She also goes by the name Queen of the Thrones and she's a world leader renowned for her passion for cleansing and gut health. After receiving her degree as a naturopathic doctor, she completed her international speaker certification to help share her challenges with irritable bowel syndrome, as 14% of our world population experiences the same struggles daily. So now she's crowned the Queen of Thrones by her patients. It's been over 15 years. She has trained and educated healthcare practitioners and has helped thousands of patients transition from irritable bowels to owning their throne and thriving. She also has a book, called Oh Shit and her educational conferences and programs um, to really help educate people out there. So really excited to get chatting with Marisol on everything digestion, castor oil, gut health, and IBS. So I'm super excited to have you on the show today, Dr. Marisol. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you so much, Lawrence. I appreciate being here. <laughs> I've been really excited to chat with you all about digestion because this is one of my favorite topics. Um, you as well, I can tell. And uh, before we get started, I'd love to hear a little bit about what got you into this, specifically focusing on digestion and how you started your brand, The Queen of Thrones. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer that we all have, we have a, a purpose here on earth, right? And uh, what happens is that many times our purpose finds itself within our pain points, right? And I was suffering my entire life with real digestive problems, constipated as a child. My mother was constipated. You know, I'd be lucky if I'd go every three to seven days. It was pretty, pretty severe constipation. I, I then, you know, uh, because of constipation, you know, constipation can bring on anxiety, can bring a bunch of problems because you're recirculating toxins. I, I was diagnosed with asthma as a, a young, young adult. And unfortunately was put on, on pretty heavy duty drugs like pregnisone because my asthma was pretty severe, but it actually turned out I didn't have asthma. It was actually anxiety. But, you know, pregnisone has some side effects where, you know, you gain a lot of weight and I ended up becoming a very, very heavy, you know, 11 year old and up in, in my early teens as well too. And it, it really impacted my life significantly. I'd always wanted to be like Liza Minnelli and a doctor, um, but I was involved in dancing and because of my weight, you know, I was really ostracized by the, the dance community. I was, you know, put shoved to the side and it really made me not feel good about myself. And so what ended up happening is I, I felt that if I, you know, couldn't achieve my dream of becoming Liza Minnelli, you know, my dream had been totally crushed, you know, how on earth was I going to achieve a dream of becoming a doctor? You know, I couldn't, I couldn't see the world where I could have one and not the other. Like I wanted to have both because, you know, ultimately our purpose is really like what we say when we're children. <laughs> like, you know, we say what we're, we're going to be doing in this world. And uh, I, I, I had known it, but, you know, because of other people's opinions, it had crushed, crushed my dreams. So, you know, I kept on suffering because, you know, the gut is a huge center of emotion, of emotions. And I kept on suffering more and more with my digestion as I got older. Um, then it started shifting from constipation to not just constipation, but constipation and an irritable bowel with diarrhea. And it just kept on, you know, getting progressively, progressively worse. I, I was fortunate to find an amazing job in the natural health industry as a pharmaceutical rep for an, an amazing natural German company. And I started learning and educating myself about, about natural health. And I just fell in love with it. It became one of my passions. And when I would go and visit clients, I would always ask them, right? I'd be like, you know, you know, what can I do for IBS? You know, I'm suffering. You know, can, can you give me any pointer, pointers or ideas? And, you know, time and time again, it's, it's like so ironic, right? Time and time again, people would direct me to the castor oil section and, and talk about castor oil packs. And, you know, at the time they were really messy to do. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I'm never going to do that. And I can't even like Lawrence, I can't even tell you how many times people told me about doing these packs. And I was just, was completely like oblivious. And I, I was just trying to actually ignore, ignore them. <laughs> That's so funny. It's just yeah. kind of like the universe telling you to go towards it. And now you're yeah. always talking about it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I was like, no, 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 there's no way I'm doing that. And I, I every time I'd walk into like a, a naturopathic clinic, you know, someone was being prescribed them. It was just like in my face, I'd walk into the health food store. Like there would be like a big shining light around the, 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 the lower shelf, which is always where castor oil is. So, but you know, I just, I just wasn't ready for it. And you know, I, I was the student who wasn't ready for the teacher. Mm -hmm you know? And I finally got so fed up of, you know, my symptoms and how I felt. And one of my clients at the, at the company actually told me, like really gave me a big boat of faith. Like they said to me, you know, you're so incredible. You know, so much about natural health here. You are teaching all these amazing doctors, like the top naturopathic doctors in, in Canada, you're teaching them like you need to go become the doctor. And you know, the ironic, ironic thing was this was that I, I didn't have confidence in myself because of what had happened when I was younger. I portrayed 
you know, the person who was confident, but I wasn't, you know, I didn't believe in myself to the extent that I could go back and become a doctor. But with him saying those words, it gave, it brought me back faith in my ability to become something. So I went back to school because I figured, you know what, not only will I go be the doctor, but I'll be able to figure out this problem of what I'm dealing with, you know? And I went back to school. Sure enough, school was super overwhelming, you know, super stressful. And I got super, super sick. And this time when I got sick, you know, I was unable to get out of bed and I felt immobile. I felt, you know, really frustrated. And especially because at that point in time, I was in third year naturopathic school. I was, you know, taking all the right supplements. I was eating all the right foods. I was, you know, doing all the right exercises. I was doing everything right. But yet my body was failing me. And I had gotten to the point where I had lost like complete faith in my body's ability to actually be able to heal itself. Right. And I, you know, my mother encouraged me to, you know, take the semester off. I thought I would like fail at, at being able to finish my schooling. And then, you know, uh, something clicked. And I said, you know, all I've heard about for the past like 15 years, and even in naturopathic school is about these things called the castor oil pack. Like this is like, and even in naturopathic school, like every single class ends with, and make sure you do a castor oil pack, <laughs> like everything, right? Because it's such a staple of our profession. And and it's actually been a staple of humanity. And we'll get more into that a little bit later. Um, so I, I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I actually started sewing up my very first like castor oil pack using like an old trade show bag. I sewed it up and, you know, I put it on my body. And the minute I put it on my body, I was like, oh my God, it felt like, you know, the sky opened up and the angels began to sing. I, I felt the sensation of calm and beauty and just like warmth and light just flowing through my body. And, and the sensation, what it was was it was calm it was relaxation it was something that i had no idea what it was because i had lived a life full on in anxiety my entire life which had given me so many of my symptoms and so many of my problems and putting on this castor oil pack was like an escape button on my computer and it just took me from frazzled and crazy to you know relaxed and dazzling in my own like glory and my light and grace you know like it felt so good that was what relaxed felt like and so I, I immediately realized, I'm like, wow, this is a game changer. You know, so many people spending so much money, doing so many things, not feeling any better, losing all the faith in their body's ability to heal. And this one simple pack that has been around forever has the ability to change people's lives. So I, you know, I went, I, I manufactured it. I started, uh, you know, selling it and, and teaching about it and, you know, getting people to like buy it and, you know, to own it and do it. And, and, and sure enough, you know, we've been changing lives ever since. So it's been such an amazing journey. And uh, I'm so grateful that and blessed that I get to, you know, help people build back that faith in their body's ability to heal and that I get to help them to feel better because, you know, that's what I was able to do for myself. And I'm so happy and so blessed to be able to share that. Grateful. That's amazing. And I always ask this question because I always see, I mean, this is the same thing for me. Like we have our own struggles and then we usually go coach other people in those struggles because we've yeah. been through it. Right. So mm -hmm. it's very interesting, but then it obviously makes you more relatable. And then you obviously understand like what's going on. Oh yeah. So, oh my God. <laughs> so, for you, so for you, your main issue was IBS, right? That was like the main. Yeah. Yeah. Problem. With constipation and diarrhea and, and anxiety, right? Which, which anytime that you have a digestive disorder, you know, the gut is the center of, of the universe, in my opinion. And like, when you're feeling in a rut, you got to go into the gut, right? Like there's, there's no, ifs, if, if, ands or buts about it, I'm making all these good jokes and <laughs> connections right now. Right. Um, but, 
but it really is like to me the gut is like central station you know in new york it's the hub of everything you know your all your regulatory systems your hormonal system you know your nervous system anxiety stress depression your immune system you know your gut bacteria all these things they they connect and and relate to each other in the gut you know there's more neurotransmitters like melatonin and hormones like melatonin in the gut than there actually is in the body and where where it actually takes action you know so these these it's really important to understand that if your gut isn't healthy well yeah anxiety is going to be a huge part of that picture and so is depression so th those are my my main points that i was suffering from and what was really driving me especially as i got older was the fact with my ibs being a lot of loose stools is i was having accidents all the time or i and i socially socially i was becoming very um uh, I was secluding myself because I was, you know, scared wherever I went that I'd have an accident. I was carrying around, you know, a spare pair of underwear. Uh, you know, the first thing I would do is I'd walk into a place and I'd be like, I'd scope out where the bathroom was, right? Because I was just, I was so petrified of having an accident. And, you know, it was really just impacting my life so greatly that I was like, this, this just sucks. Like, I, I'm, I'm not living anymore. I'm like a, like a shell. I feel like a shell. I feel like devitalized because I have no nourishment actually being absorbed and I just don't feel good. And so for you, was it just the castor oil that really helped or did you make other significant changes? How did it kind of look like in your transformation? Yeah. So, you know, castor oil packs are truly like, they're the foundation. You still need to be doing like the diet, you need to be exercising. You mean you're working on all those other aspects of it, right? Taking supplements, you need, you need all those. But what castor oil packs do is that they are truly the, like they're the pillars of what supports all of those things to work better. So I was doing everything else, but the, the, the thing was, is I didn't have a good base. Like I didn't have a good support system and, you know, castor oil packs, like they help the, the basic physiolo physiological functions of your body work the best. So I say to people to, for them to easily understand it, you know, castor oil packs make you poop better. They make you sleep better. Your body will cleanse better and it'll bloat less and you'll stress less, you know? So that's, that's in, in, in easy terms. But if we want to correlate it to more like scientifically, what is how it is supporting our basic physiology, I like to use the acronym of the word FAITH, which is so appropriate because <laughs> they, they made me build my faith back into my body. Um, so if we take the word FAITH, it stands for F is the function of your digestion, absorption, and elimination. So, you know, castor oil pack is going to help you process your food better. It's going to help you absorb your food better. And it's also going to help you pull out the stuff that needs to get out of your body, all the, you know, the stuff that you don't don't need in our systems anymore, right? That's, that's number one. Um, a, it's, it helps with absorb, uh, with antioxidant status. You know, not only are you going to be absorbing the food better, but, you know, castor oil itself is a super source of excellent nourishment from omega-6s, omega-9s, you know, super essential fats, to the end product, what you get from taking fish oils, to vitamin E status, improving MAC, glutathione, which is a master detoxification agent. Um, also, nitric oxide is enhanced, and nitric oxide is a, an amazing anti-ager, and something that helps bring blood circulation and flow to our bodies, you know, it just, and the list goes on and on of all the nourishing aspects and nourishing qualities of castor oil. So it's super amazing in that way too. And then, you know, castor oil packs, I in the word faith is inflammation regulation, right? Because we want a bit of inflammation because it's healing to our bodies when we have a little bit of it. But if we have inflammation that is out of control, then it no longer is healing and it's just detrimental. And, you know, these castor oil packs help to rebalance that inflammation in our bodies. And then 
T, which stands for tension and stress reduction. You know, when you do a castor oil pack, it's an immediate escape button on that computer to help you move from the stress state into the relaxed state. And, you know, mobilizing people into that really, really, really helps them to be able to heal better because, you know, we heal when our, our bodies are relaxed. And if not relaxed, we, we, we can't heal. And that was for me a huge aspect of why I wasn't getting better was because I, I didn't know anything better but a stress state, right? And when you're, you're coming from a stress state, like how do you get into a relaxed state? Like if you try to meditate, you feel freaked out, right? Because it's so weird and all these weird sensations are going through your body. So, you know, castor oil practice is that perfect thing to just help me to be able to, to reconnect and learn how to relax, right? And then H in the word faith stands for host with the mostest. So, you know, castor oil packs really help to rebalance your gut microbes and help to, you know, break down things like biofilm and just really get rid of things like candida, overgrowth of yeast. So it's just, it's, a, it's truly a, a, a five-fold system and an easy, easy health practice, you know, that you do that really, really sets up your body's physiology to function at its optimal and, and it's so easy now that all you need to do with these castor oil packs is, you know, our, my product's really easy to do. So you get the Queen of Thrones castor oil compress. You, you get our Queen of the Thrones castor oil in a glass bottle. You always really, 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 really want to make sure, I can't emphasize this enough, that if people have castor oil in a plastic bottle to throw it away because castor oil absolutely needs to be in a glass bottle. And for so many reasons, like it's the, it's the carrier or the best carrier oil possible. It's like the only oil that goes deep into the dermis. You know, you don't want to be carrying plastics. You want to use it to carry in good stuff, like things like amazing essential oils. And all you do is you take this compress and you put two tablespoons of castor oil and you place it underneath your right rib cage over your liver and you go to bed with it. Wear an old t-shirt and you go to bed and that's it. And it's so, so simple. And this little practice can be uber transformational for so many people. And the, the most amazing part about it is that, you know, this is like we've trialed it in clinics. Like there's lots of research about castor oil. Like it's, this is really proven. And, and this practice has been around since the beginning of mankind. You know, like uh, Cleopatra, Hippocrates, the father of medicine would use castor oil. You know, traditional Chinese medicine uh, practitioners, you know, those that helped the emperors and the dynasties, like they were using castor oil packs for like things like joint pains and all over the body. You know, Ayurvedic practitioners. So it's like, it's such an, a legendary, amazing practice. And I just want to make sure that people know about it because to me, it's that foundational aspect and that piece that whatever the protocol that people are doing, because it doesn't matter the protocol they're doing, as long as they're doing something, but castor oil packs, that's going to make your protocol work that much better. And so I think that for me, especially, I'm more familiar with it, like uh, talking about PMS and things like that. So yeah. you know, using it for cramps, but um, it seems like it can be good for like anybody really at any moment. So could you use this like on a daily basis? Like, is it yes. contraindicated for a certain people? Like, what are your thoughts on that? I love this, Lawrence. Yeah. So the castor oil packs are great for everyone, including children, absolutely everyone. The only place where you don't use castor oil packs is if you are pregnant. And the, the reason for that is that possibly with pregnancy, what can happen is that like it, castor oil does move smooth muscle and smooth muscle is the intestine and the uterus. So we just don't want to have any, any dangers with the baby and there's a potential for that. So if you're someone who's trying to actively get pregnant, you just don't want to necessarily use castor oil pack every day. You'll use it for the 
once you start bleeding from your period until like about day 12 or 15. And then after ovulation, if you know your ovulation date, then you stop using the castor oil products until you bleed again. So that's if you're actively trying to get pregnant. And then, you know, but it does very much help with getting pregnant. And again, because it's supporting that base, basic of our physiology, the important parts about what we need to do in order for us to get healthy and better. And I actually haven't tried it, which is quite crazy because ah. I also worked at a supplement store and I, you know, I've seen it on the shelf, um, but I definitely want, want to start using it. Um, but I know a lot of people, including myself, were kind of scared about it because it's messy, quote unquote, and it's just like inconvenient, but I do have checked out your videos. So I'll, awesome. I'll try to put those in the show notes, but you do a great job of explaining like how to do it and everything. So I think that especially once you try it and then you just like, experience it for yourself it's totally different right oh yeah and and once you do do it and honestly like the system it's really that easy it's like no longer than two minutes in your nighttime routine like you literally like take take the package out of the take the compress out of the package pour the oil plop it on your body like boom done like less than two minutes probably like 30 seconds and then and then you just old old t-shirt because you don't know how if you're a big mover you know the pack could move wear an old t-shirt and then just go to bed and relax right and and like people really do like they sleep better you know they'll wake up in the morning with a flatter belly like less bloat you know they'll typically poop better in the morning like it's just as you feel better right because obviously you've gotten a good night's sleep so your energy potential is that much greater you just it's, a, it's such an amazing feel better tool and such an easy self-practice especially now with the queen of the thrones pack that it's it's if we can get every single person out there doing it our world is going to be a super happy place right and people are going to feel that much better just by doing these castor oil packs and so for somebody for instance going through kind of the stuff that you were doing with with ibs is that kind of something every day versus for you if you're just you know maintaining your health you do that a few times a month like how does it work it's great. I honestly recommend it to people to do it every day as much as like, like daily practice of it. And to think of it like exercise or breathing or, or, you know, eating a good diet, like that. It's just one of those things. Again, it's foundational, you know, like eating a good diet. That's a foundational health practice. You know, breathing is a foundational health practice. Think, you know, like you got to do those things. And so to me, castor oil packs are like that. And whether you're, you're treating and you're sick or you're, you're, you're maintaining, you do it, do it the same way because you're always going to be having micro improvements when you're, especially if you're already being feeling healthy, like you're going to be getting micro improvements every single time that you do a pack. And every time you do a pack, it's going to move you more into the relaxed state. You know, you're, 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 you're training your body to be relaxed and to be healthy. And like an Olympian athlete, they don't just train for like a month and then they're good to go. Like they, you're, that's a constant commitment and a consistency to train and to get your body in the right state. Amazing. So I kind of want to transition a little bit away towards digestion and poop because I know Ah, you love talking about that and I I love love it too. (laughs) Um, So we're really going to get into it. So I know that IBS is very common. Um, Apparently you guys are saying that it's um, affecting about 14% of our population. Is that correct? Yeah. 14 to 20% of the population, depending on like what your nationality and your background is. Like in general, like in North America, as an example, like it's about 14% in Latin American countries, it, it could be up to 21%. Asian countries are, are a lot luckier where they're about like seven to 8%. And whether that's diet, lifestyle, there's so many different factors that are contributing to IBS and to just even, you know, not having healthy stools. Like it's, and this is, and it's an epidemic and that percentage is like just people who've reported 
reported to their doctors. Like there are so like in my clinical practice, pretty much every single person who walks in has a problem with their digestion in some way, shape or form or going to the bathroom. There's some kind of problem. And uh, like it's in my opinion, it's probably more like 90% of the population, but just like it's only like 20% of the people who talk about it. Right. Yeah, I agree. Like the majority of my patients too, it's, I always start with digestion. Like it's never yeah. optimal. I've never seen anybody with optimal digestion. So no, even no. for healthy quote unquote people, like you can always improve it, but yeah, always. Like a lot of bad stuff going on. So yeah, obviously there is an epidemic of non-optimal poops. So yeah, I think a lot of people are also not very clear on like what is an optimal poop. So that's right. tell us like what is the ideal that we're striving for? Like what should it look like? What should it feel like? I love it. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So the ideal stool is really, literally something that I call it the Royal flush. Cause I, I just think that's so cute. <laughs> and, and why I like to call it the Royal flush is this is, you know, if you're gambling, I'm not a gambler, but I think it's, it's goes with my brand Royal. Um, <laughs> what I've heard is that Royal flushes are hard to get in card games. Right. So, you know, a Royal flush, it's, it's something that we're working towards always. It's we're, we're, we're practicing towards progress and not perfection. So I just want to you know, frame it like that right away because I don't want people thinking that, oh my God, there's something so wrong with me that I can't get it there. No, this is a health journey of understanding and connecting to our bodies through our stools and, and getting to know, you know, the lovely little love, met- love messages and love letters that we're getting from our stools that is giving us a moment to moment feedback about what we can be doing better in our daily health practice, right? So it's, it, it's along those lines. So that's the sphere and the energy that I want people to think about it in. And to realize that these royal flushes, like, you know, you, you typically, this is the experience of them. You, you get like a sudden urge to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom and literally in like, you know, zero to 60 and 3.5, you're, you're at the finish line. <laughs> that's what I love to say is that that stool happens so quickly and eliminates out completely. You feel super satisfied. You, you, you know, there's very little smell in the air. You look back at your, at what you produced and most of the time, it is it's super super long it's typically s-shaped or it's gone it's sunken completely down the, the rabbit hole the toilet bowl and you can't even see it. you can only see a little out jetting but you know you feel so good in your body you know that you landed a legend right like you just know that so much came out of your body and then you know you go to wipe and when you wipe, it is, it's super clean. There's very little on the toilet paper. Um, in fact, there should be nothing because if there's too much stickiness on the toilet paper, you're known as what's called a hyper wiper. And that's a really good clinical sign of, you know, too much bacteria in your, or, or the wrong type of bacteria in your intestine, um, inflammation, food allergies, you know, problems with your gut lining, causing mucus. So those are all things that you want to rule out and work towards improving. So ideally you're wiping once and you're wiping clean. And you know that the amount of stool that came out should be like the, the ideal is somewhere between your elbow, wrist and your elbow, your own personal wrist and your elbow, because that's the measurement of like your lower descending colon if you take it from the left hand side of your body. So that is that is like the gold standard when it comes to like your poo, and that's the royal flush, as I like to say. And like sausage shape, right? Not oh, like of course, yeah, 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 yeah. Sausage shape, no, no, yeah, no pellets, no marks on the toilet bowl. It literally looks like a big, big Oktoberfest sausage that's got like <laughs> gone down the toilet. Yeah. Do you Perfect. follow the Bristol stool chart? Yeah, we do. So what we do with that, like, because the way that I look at it is that there, there's 11 golden nuggets that you learn from your stools. So the Bristol stool scale is one that, you know, in the medical system they, they work at, but it's really only one of the, the key indicators, which is basically consistency, right? So that like from one to, to three, that's constipated. Four is, you know, that, that 
good poo. And then five, six, and seven is the, the go moving towards diarrhea and looser type of stools, like undigested food in there. So I definitely follow it, but it's only one of the 11 golden nuggets that people can learn from their stools. Like color impacts it, everything, how you feel about it, the smell about it, like it, you know, the sensations, the sounds, gassiness, like it's everything. You can learn a lot about what your body needs just by understanding those 11 golden nuggets. And so it's interesting you're talking about the hyper wiper. I actually really love this because it's something a lot of right. people don't talk about, but I've been hearing like uh, some people literally take probiotics and then they have that situation. Is that like they're taking too many or like you said, like maybe it's the wrong strain for them? Yeah, it could be a, a multiple variety of things. It could be that their body's resetting itself. And sometimes when the body resets itself, you can get some more mucus because the body will overproduce mucus in as a we, uh, means to shed what's there. It could be the wrong strain of probiotic for them. Or it could also be just that they don't have a good foundational product practice like the castor oil pack to support those probiotics actually working well. So that's, that's a huge key. And that's why, you know, my very first prescription in clinical practice is I get everyone to do a castor oil pack with a probiotic. Boom immediately. First thing, because those are the things that they need. And that's the first, that's the first easiest, fastest thing that they can do to feel better. And so what's the link directly with the castor oil packs and the probiotics, the microbiome? Yeah, so castor oil actually is an exceptional um, antimicrobial um, and balancer of the microbiome and the bugs in the, in the gut bacteria. So not only will it like uh, reduce like candida colonies, so if, there, uh, if there's a lot of like yeast overgrowth in the person's body, it'll help to reduce that. And yeast is a big factor in microbiome problems. Um, but it'll also help to break down biofilm, which is uh, what bacteria is used in order to protect their colonies. So, and, and if you can't get rid of the biofilm, Film, it's you could be taking as many antimicrobials as you want, but they don't necessarily break down the biofilm, and so you're just basically chasing your tail and you're unable to like get real resolution in your gut microbiome, right? So, castor, so doing a castor oil pack from the outside in is going to break down that, that biofilm and establish a really healthy microbiome. And of course, you need to be doing your part in terms of eating a good diet and you know, reducing the sugars and. You know, so you, you have to play a part in that too. It's not just castor oil pack, but you do have to work on the diet. But even if you just did the castor oil pack, you'd still have some significant benefit. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, I'm glad that you mentioned the biofilm because it's usually something we don't realize. And then a lot of people might be doing, you know, candida protocols, but it's still coming back. So that might be an issue with the biofilm. I know there are enzymes that can help break that down, but yeah. you never really think that castor oil specifically, if it's like something going through like transdermally. Um, yeah that can actually affect like your internal organs and your microbiome and all of that, which is quite cool because it does have like a significant impact. Oh, huge. And I mean, it's a game changer. Like uh, we'll see in my clinical practice, like if people aren't doing their castor oil packs, they're just not improving as they should in terms of the protocols that we've been doing with them. Right. We always notice that it's like, oh, wow. Like they're just not, they're not getting better. And then we ask them, are you doing your castor oil pack? And sure enough, you know, sure, surely they're not doing their castor oil pack. And then we're like, you have to do them. Like if you want to get better faster, if you want to feel good, you know, this is the, this is a non-negotiable in our practice because I, I want great results with my people and I want them to feel better. Like I'm on a mission to help people, you know, not be in the disease paradigm, but be in their purpose and in their passion to work in their purpose and their passion. They can only do that if they feel better, you know, like, cause I, I couldn't, I definitely couldn't work in my purpose or in my passion if I didn't feel good. Right. I needed to, 
get myself into that state where I felt better. And so that, that's a goal, right? Is for people to feel better faster so that they can start bringing their beautiful, shiny light out in the world. I love it. I totally agree yeah. with that. Right? And yeah. So what would be the most common problems you see in your practice? Is it like IBS or other factors? Yeah, so we see we see everything. I tend to be the uh, the mistress who can solve the biggest mysteries. <laughs> so I tend to see a lot of uh, very chronic toughness conditions like um, uh, autoimmune conditions, you know, MS, autoimmunity, uh, IBS, Crohn's, colitis. I see a lot of inflamed. Uh, uh, inflammatory bowel disease, you know, which are many times autoimmune based. Um, I see cancer and, you know, when you're treating the, the worst of the worst conditions um, and, and you still go into the gut, you know, that's what makes me a great practitioner is I can treat, I can treat anything along the line of conditions. I can treat IBS, I can treat inflammatory bowel, I can treat cancer, I can treat autoimmunity because I'm always going into the gut and, and the gut is where it all starts. And once I get the gut in a good balanced state, everything else can heal. It's such yeah, an easy, agree. easy prescription. Yeah. Right. No matter and, what, go to the gut first. Yeah. hundred percent agree. And so do you do testing right away or do you kind of start with like the basics? So it's so interesting, you know, at this point in my practice, I don't even need to test if I didn't, I do for, you know, good practice and good measure, but I don't need to test as long as I quiz them on what their stools are saying them because, you know, 99.9% of the time after I get the confirmatory lab, lab values, it's like, it's exactly what I thought the protocol should be. Right. And it's, it's like 99.9% of the time. But in general, we still test people for like things like food sensitivities, just because they're a big problem when it comes to resetting your gut. You really want to try to reduce anything that may be irritating. And, you know, food sensitivities is one, just another one of the irritants that could be bothering the body. So I love to test food sensitivities. I love to test hormones using a panel called the Dutch, Dutch hormonal panel, mm-hmm. um, because it's the metabolites of your hormones. So you can see how your body's actually processing hormones. And the reason I like to test with that for like things like IBS is because hormones impact how your gut is working, right? If you're too, if you're low on estrogen, you're gonna, or low on progesterone, you're going to be constipated. You know, if your estrogen is too high, you're going to be constipated. So I need to know these factors in order to be able to uh, fix the gut, right? And then, of course, we do traditional laboratory values because there's lots of good keys in the traditional laboratory values in terms of like dysbiosis, um, how your gut is doing, and in general, like absorption of, of, of nutrients and how good your absorbability is too. And so I just want to touch a little bit on food sensitivities just for the next couple of yeah. minutes. Um, because I know there is a lot of controversy in terms of how effective it is and how it can't always pick up certain foods or it might pick up, you know, foods that you're actually maybe not reacting to. And they're saying that elimination diet is like the gold standard. What are your thoughts on that? So, you know, the elimination diet is great, but it's very hard to execute and it's hard. And, you know, we're creatures of habit and we're creatures of proof too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in the beginning of my practice, when I put people on the elimination diet, yeah, they'd, they'd maybe do it, but they'd give up too soon and we wouldn't be able to really get a good idea of what's going on. And I think every testing is only as good as it's going to give you good results. And why I love food sensitivities is this, is that uh, whether or not it's specific, et cetera, 
to me, it gives me a good starting point that is visual for the patient. And when we reduce the ones that are on the high end, people get benefits. So that works for me. I'm happy there. You know, they reduce those foods. And then, but the key with food sensitivities is this, is that you must retest. Because if you don't retest, you only know what happened at, with that patient at that point in time. And over time of having a diet where you have taken out the irritants or the irritants at that moment um, for the gut, what ends up happening is that when you retest again, you're actually going to find out what is a true sensitivity and what is a, a sensitivity due to exposure, right? Because sometimes, you know, with, with these patients and with people, we have these guts that are super, super leaky and every food is, is irritating the body because every food is coming out through the gut and into the tissues and causing, you know, inflammatory or immunoglobulins, which is what they're testing the sensitivities. So if we, if we retest over a period of time of fixing the gut, you know, with doing things like the castor oil pack, we can then actually see what is a real allergy, real sensitivity that people actually have to stay away from more in the long run. But it, I, like, I just find it, it totally valuable, like just a complete tool in clinical practice to really help people get to the next level. Yeah, and I like that you address the leaky gut because I think a lot of the time people will, you know, find food sensitivities and then they, you know, reduce their exposure, they eliminate foods, and then they get really confused, like how long do I need to take this out for? And then they don't do anything else right. about it. And then obviously it doesn't go away, right? Which doesn't fix yeah. the issue. And that can just yeah. be super frustrating. Yeah. And I always tell patients, I'm like, you know, you know, you might get, you know, controversy and people saying, oh, it's just a waste of money. But I go, you know, our goal is just to remove as many irritants of the gut as we possibly can so that it can actually heal. It's one of the reasons too, even with our diet, you know, like we have people do things like intermittent fasting so that they have less food over time. And, and that alone helps to heal the gut. We have them, you know, wash their food combinations so that things are easy to digest. Again, you know, helping them to, to do better in the long run. So all all of these keys are just really just helping them to do better in the long run. And that's our, that's our biggest goal, right? Are there any, apart from castor oil, obviously, any other things that you love for like healing the gut while you kind of remove these foods? Yeah, so definitely castor oil packs top, uh, number one. Uh, number two would be probiotics mixed with alkalinizers. So I really like things that alkalinize the gut. And I have people take those castor, those uh, alkalinizers with their probiotics at the same time. And for them to take that in the morning before they eat and that night before they go to bed. So it's got to be away from food. And that, that I found has really just been a great, great tool. Um, the other thing is things what like that. Those, sorry, what would those look like? Uh, like a uh, alkalinizing agent would be something that has like calcium, magnesium, potassium. It usually has a bicarbonate in there too. It's basically something that just like alkalinizes the, the, the stomach and the gut. And then, but you, the reason you don't take it with food is because you want to, you don't want to have an alkaline gut when you're eating, mm -hmm. right? You want to then have acidity. So you take it away from food and, and that's usually an, an excellent tool. The other thing that I love doing is sleep practices. So the reason for sleep practices is that simply by wearing an eye mask. So we have a really cool tool called the Beauty Sleep Kit. And it contain, it has like castor oil, an eye mask, an eye brush. It's used for cosmetic purposes to help, you know, grow eyelashes, eyebrows, you know, help reduce fine lines around the eyes. But the, the mere act of wearing an eye mask to go to bed with your castor oil pack, what it does is it stimulates the pituitary gland to stimulate the production of melatonin. And melatonin is incredibly healing for the gut. And it also helps us to sleep better. And when you sleep better, you cleanse better. So it's kind of like a, a, a wonderful mix of all these great things that it can help your body to improve. So there's that. Then I really, really love doing grateful practices 
practice before we eat. All simple, simple tools. Uh, the reason I love grateful practices, we actually have an awesome little tool that we use, use called the, the grateful dung bracelet, which is a, like has a gratitude stone on it. And it's like a, a poo training tool as well. Um, but you hold onto the little beetle as your gratitude stone and you say three things you're grateful for before you eat. And when you do that, you actually calm your nervous system down. And when you calm your nervous system down, you're preparing your body in order to be able to eat good food and digest and absorb better. So that's another one of my, 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 my immediate tools with, with my patients. And then the other final thing that I love to do is I love people using essential oils. And I love them doing that, especially after they poo. Uh, so we also have a product called Eau de Throne, which is like an after you poo perfume. But the mixes of the ingredients are uh, rosemary and clove, which are amazing essential oils that are great for the gut. They help you digest better. They help you poop better. They help your, they're great antioxidants. They're great antimicrobials. So I love people spraying this after they poo. Number one, to just like for them to breathe in these good herbs. Um, there's also lavender and, lem and lemon, which are very calming to the nervous system. So something that people who have digestive problems really need to focus on is always bringing in the calm more often into their life. Um, but it also helps to, you know, uh, protect the air after you flush because you know, your stool is made up of 30 to 50% bacteria. And when you flush, you like liberate all the bacteria into the air. So if you spray after you poo, you're preventing uh, reinfection of your own body and reinfect and preventing reinfection of other people with the bacteria that's in your bathroom. Isn't that wild? Amazing. Little, little things, you know, and, and we have on, uh, on our, our website, like a product suite of all of our key products called the Queen's Kit. And it gives people all of these things. It gives them the bundle of castor oil with castor oil, the cosmetic beauty kit, the beauty sleep kit, the, the uh, gratitude stone bracelet, and the eau de throne after you poop perfume. And we do it as a system to get people really connected to the messages that their body's saying about them and about their poo. And then also making it fun, exciting, and a way that they can, they can practice these, these health practices so that they can feel better. And then eventually own their throne. And by that, I mean, you know, their potty time. So they're pooing better, but then also, you know, owning their purpose and passion in this life, because this is what we're all here for. I love it. Well, that was amazing. I think we just keep going on and on. I'll definitely of need course. to get you back on. <laughs> yeah, <but> sounds good. <laughs> I just had a little bit, obviously you talked a little bit about this and I'll definitely put the notes for like um, the videos that you have and your awesome. website. Uh, but where do you hang out? Where can we find you? Like what's going on with you, et cetera? Yes, yes, yes. So please on my website, www.drmarisol, D-R-M-A-R-I-S-O-L.com. Um, I love Instagram. So at queen of the thrones, go follow me there. It's like every day we've got tons of tidbits. We're constantly teaching you guys about things um, and also teaching people about, you know, our tools and our, our little suite of our, our queen's kit and our products that really are game changers for people's lives. And then of course on Facebook and the same handle at queen of the thrones. So I do hope people come and join me so that that way we can really start changing ourselves for the better, understanding our bodies, and then moving to the next phases of like mind work and soul work and just really, you know, being that person that you're meant to be on this earth and really, you know, achieving those dreams that you had when you were a little girl, right? I love it. That's really what it's all about. And I yeah. love your mission. So thank you so much for sharing. Oh, thank you so much, Lawrence, for having me. It's been a blessing. And, and I just wish and pray for everyone to just feel better out there. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you loved it. I hope this was valuable to you. And with any episode, if you are enjoying this, if you find value in this, if it helps you or anybody else, I always appreciate a rating and review on iTunes. It takes 30 seconds. 
If you don't know how to do it, Google it. It's super easy and it really does help me reach more people and spread my message. So I really do appreciate it. And send me a screenshot of anything that you find interesting. If you want to share the episode, you want to get chatting on Instagram. I love chatting with you guys on there. So head on over. The link is in the show notes. And thank you so much for supporting me on this podcast, on this journey. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you so much.